What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints Podcast. I'm Gobi. With me tonight is Dr. Nagel, Mega Construct, and Zero Burn 75. Uh, first things first, I made a mistake last week. Cyberpunk is not releasing in June. I'm sorry. Breaking Shame. hearts everywhere. Shame. It was, just, <laughs> it was apparently it's a big release reveal event or whatever for the Cyberpunk 2077 Worlds, um, which is still pretty cool, but yeah, not as cool as the game itself. Uh, but yeah, uh, so how was your guys' week? Not too bad. Can't really Good. complain. Have been uh, home alone. Kevin McAllister yeah, style. <laughs> oh, shoot. And I got nothing to complain about, although, you know, the lack of sleep is really starting to get to me. Uh, th- that's kind of your own fault. N- not oh, really. Wow. No, 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 no. It's because I'm so used to having my wife here that have- not having her here has fucked with my sleep schedule. Uh, you roll over expecting to hit something and nothing's there and you jump up. What the fuck? No, now oh, it's yeah, just the great. dachshund. <laughs> and he grunts at me, little bastard. Right? When you do it on my side of the bed, get back on your side, bitch. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, I noticed you picked up a new game this week because it was free. And you broke Epic Game Store, man. I'm Why'd sorry. I'm sorry, it's my fault. I'll take the blame. Yeah. Uh, it's actually pretty hilarious um, that it broke the Epic Game Store. Um, I also it noticed broke, I was going to try and... our servers. Well, yeah. Um, so I was going to use the $10 off coupon or whatever on a uh, shark card or whatever, but it, like... They stopped the the Mayday sale or whatever for the time being because it was causing issues as well. So not only did GTA break the servers, but they, their sale broke their launcher as well. God, it's all bad. Nobody can well, do that anything. Definitely ex- that does that does definitely explain the issues I was having. Did you ever get into it? By no, chance? I, I still have not gotten into it. And I tried this afternoon when I got off from work. So, uh, but but I've got Wednesday through next Monday off, and <coughs> after I take the wife out for our obligatory anniversary dinner, we because I because he be loves to do games. that because he loves yes, to do those absolutely. Actually, I don't mind at all because you know food, but good food too. Not any food, just not any food. Good food. I'm going to take her to Arby's. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Okay. We're going to go. Special we're occasion. Going, they're going to the buffet. No, 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 no. I, I swing for the big bucks, man. K&W Cafeteria. I was going to say Ponderosa Steakhouse. Oh, we don't have any of those around here. The closest one's in Fredericksburg, like three hours north. Is the cafeteria yeah. a place where they'll fry anything for you? No. Uh, K&W is like, um, the, the affectionate name for it is Canes and Walkers, because it's where all the old people eat, but they do have really good food. Yeah, sounds like a, an old country buffet, or country kitchen buffet, or uh, Sizzlers. It's where all the old people go, but the food's actually pretty decent. Yep. Don't have any of those anymore around here. I'll close up shop. The only thing we have, well, we have those. We just don't <laughs> have any like buffet places anymore. They all closed up shop. Closest one is like an hour away, which isn't all that bad. Could be worse. Yeah, I save money so I can spend it on sales. Alcohol yep. and hookers. And blow. I mean, wait. No, that's hookers not medically blow. legal in my state. <laughs> it should be. 
Is it medically legal anywhere, though, outside of Colombia? Uh, in Colombia, isn't it required? I, I think I think it's actually part of the food pyramid down there. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, the Steam Summer Sales dates have leaked. Uh, going to run June 25th to July 9th. Um, Epic Game Store is having their mega sale. It's going on right now. Um, I'm not sh- quite sure when it ends off the top of my head. <coughs> uh, runs until June 11th. So basically the Epic Game Store ends and then the summer sale starts. Or the Steam summer sale starts. Have to see uh, what Steam Summer Sale numbers look like. Wonder if uh, people are going to be draining their gaming budget on the uh, Epic Sale. Uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, I pretty much Epic still needs more games. Their their problem is their lack of library at this point, <clears throat> uh, which is fine. They're still building, um, but. My problem with Steam, the last couple of summer sales really haven't been that good. Like, I don't really remember any, like, super amazing great deals that, like, just jumped out at me. Like, they're all just kind of, like, decent sales, but nothing, like, shockingly good. What have you gotten? Maybe it was just me. Uh, I, I haven't gotten anything. I don't think I bought anything on the last... Three Steam sales. I think I was going to, but it was cheaper on Green Man Gaming. So I ended up buying it there. That's not the same site you told me to buy shark cards on ages ago, is it? Nope. Green Man Gaming is, uh... It's more like in the vein of the Humble Store. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Which, uh, the Humble Store is actually pretty neat. If you buy, like, say, Metro Exodus, which was on sale for dirt cheap on the Humble Store, it gives you the option. You can either choose an Epic Game Store key or a Steam key. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yep. And they have some pretty decent sales, too. Uh, I don't remember what else I picked up. Um, oh, Outward. I picked that up for like 15 bucks as well on the Humble Store. What I find most uh, surprising is that those sort of third-party sale or bundle vendors are able to get both Epic and Steam to agree on a price. It's true. It, it's, it's, very, it's pretty nice that they let that happen, or that it does happen, because it makes things easier for everybody. Yeah, I think my pretty much my go-to buying sites have been Green Man Gaming and the Humble Store lately. Actually, I did pick up a Humble Bundle package a while ago, or last month. Not this month's, but last month's, and I cannot remember what was in it. But it had something good in it. I picked up the racing one they had a while back. <clears throat> it had a couple of the racing games I'd been looking at for a while. Um, I think I paid 20 bucks and I got all of them. It was like Project Cars and Project Cars 2 and something else too. And a couple of motorcycle games as well. Wasn't bad. Something to get that racing in. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've actually been looking at where I could get a decent amount of games for a good price. And Humble seems to be the way to go. Or just wait for the Steam sales, which happen, what, biannually now? Uh, no, four times a year. <clears throat> they have the summer sale, the spring sale, the fall sale, and the winter sale. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for <clears throat> volume and variety of games, Humble is a great way to uh, go about yeah. doing that. Yeah, um, Green Man Gaming has some pretty nice sales. Uh, CD Keys is another pretty good one, too. 
Um, they have some pretty decent sales. Um, yeah. Sometimes the third parties are better. Uh, Green Man Gaming does sell Battle.net games too, so like Diablo 3 and shit like that's on there as well. Hmm. That's pretty cool, I didn't know that. Yeah, because not every site carries Battle.net games. That's I, yeah, I know, it's, it's very rare. Yeah, Blizz, because Blizzard doesn't like to let their IPs go easily. Yeah. I um, guess the Activision was like, oh, maybe we could sell more, we, we could make more money. <laughs> that is usually their philosophy. Yeah. Well, they definitely uh, did a good job with uh, Warzone then, because that's definitely going to make them plenty of money. Warzone, you say? What's that? Oh, uh, yep. Anyway, uh, so Unreal Engine 5, they did a demo, and it was done on the new PS5, which seemed to somehow throw salt at Xbox Sex. Um, it was later announced that it will perform equally as awesome on Xbox Sex and PC. Um, it was just showed off on PS4. I will say it does look amazing, um, but I don't know if it really looks that much more amazing than Unreal Engine 4 did. But, it, yeah, it's one of those things. It's kind of neat. Did you read up on that at all? Do you know, like, what's the selling point of this uh, latest engine? No, it's basically just upgrades for the ray tracing, stuff like that, you know, making it more, like, into the engine. I haven't gotten all the way deep into it. I haven't really kept up on it since Unreal Engine 4.051, which has been a while ago. I got bored. I was going to... I don't even remember when that came out. <laughs> uh, years ago. It was right after the remake RUT4 went into community development. Because I was <clears throat> working on porting Domination to uh, UT4. And it didn't go so well. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I failed horribly, miserably. Well, these things happen. Yes, they do. Speaking of things that are great, but still kind of failed horribly, uh, Halo 2 Anniversary came out. Apparently it's really great, but it's also full of bugs. Well, the original Halo 2 was also <laughs> really full of bugs, and honestly, it wouldn't feel the same if it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, well... There's something too about the multiplayer, um, which is really where the issues were not necessarily in the campaign. They did, uh, they do have a known issues list uh, from May 13, but or seven, eight, ten, thirteen, fifth. There's 15 bullet points under Halo 2, which isn't bad considering there's way more under just the regular campaign. Um, oh, yeah. Interesting stuff. Uh, have you got to play Halo 2 yet? No, I haven't broken into it yet. Yeah, I got it downloaded. I haven't played it yet either. I'm sure it will soon. I won't be able to look at my library for too long without uh, hopping in. Yeah, well, it's been kind of busy at work, but uh, I've also been doing other extracurricular activities, and uh, well, hopefully. Sorry, when you said extracurricular activities, I just think hookers and blow. I, I was my mind was on hookers, motorcycle shopping. Mm. Yep, hookers. <laughs> Upgrading dick size. Uh, actually. I'm 
uh, the bike I found uh, is a 2006 RC51, which is the same bike that I had before I owned the Buell uh, about 10 years ago. It's one of my favorite bikes of all time. It's not super fast. It's a 65-degree V-twin dual overhead cam, 1,000cc V-twin. Um, puts out about 130 horsepower at the rear wheels. Does about 160 top speed. But it's just... It's got that grin factor. You just can't get on the bike without having a grin on your face. It doesn't work. So what you're saying is that it enlarges your penis by two sizes. I, it's just day. fun to rock it is all I'm saying. Hey, you guys are two all... Two sizes too big. <laughs> uh, well, no, I already owned one, so it would just go back to what it was. hey <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, enough about that. Uh, so... No, no, wait. None of us have the Xbox Game Pass. Leetness is the one with the Game Pass, right? Uh, yeah, he's the one with the Game Pass. He's also dead. Rip yep. Leetness. <laughs> Corona got him. <laughs> the Rona. He just put in that new pool and he didn't even get to use it for a whole summer. Yep, what a waste. True. Nope, he's gone. He's lost and gone forever. Uh uh, so apparently Xbox is doing something new. They're calling it Xbox 2020. Um, they're basically going to be showing what's going to happen next in the world of Xbox every month. Um, kind of need some of the things that they're going to talk about. Um, obviously, it's live streamed and all that stuff. Um, obviously, they're going to talk about the new Xbox X and <clears throat> all that wonderful stuff which doesn't really affect any of us because we don't have Xbox Game Pass. Um, they're also going to probably show some Halo Infinite uh, gameplay at some point in this Xbox 2020, so that'll be, that will be interesting to see. Yeah, I am curious to see what that's going to be looking like. I've been uh, somewhat deliberately avoiding <clears throat> reading about it uh, just because I enjoy the surprise of seeing a shiny new toy to play with. So I'll wait for the big announcements and trailers and whatnot to come out. I guess I'm more curious about the the actual guts of the game. like Not necessarily like the story and stuff, but are they going to remain true to what they did in Halo 5? and the control scheme and that stuff, or are they going to try and go back to, like, Halo 4 and stuff like that? You know, like the old-school Halo, or are they going to keep going with the new Halo 5 um, type of UI and stuff and gunplay? Yeah. Now it'll be interesting to see how they uh, interpret and choose to react to the... Uh the game like the player base's reaction to the changes i mean i haven't played halo 5 but i was looking forward to playing a halo game that used um ads um other than on the battle rifle of course um and the pistol but actual like true ads um and i know halo 5 had that but i never actually got to play it um i'm still hoping that it comes to pc at some point one day I won't hold my breath, but maybe someday. Uh, 10, 15 years down the line when they release the next Master Chiefs collection, that's when we'll get yeah. it. I'm actually surprised that it doesn't... Isn't, the mas isn't Master Chief like the protagonist of Halo 5? I don't know. I haven't played it. I don't have an Xbox. <laughs> so you're, you're in the same position I am. Yeah, yep. it's... Because, I mean, technically, Halo Reach, Master Chief isn't in it, nope. but it's still in the Master Chief collection. And uh, Halo 3 ODST, Master Chief isn't in that, right? Nope. Yeah, that's still there. So, I mean, why there's a Halo game that isn't included in the Ma Master Chief collection, 
I'm not sure. Maybe someday it will be. Well, they just didn't put, uh, they didn't put Halo Five in there just because it's the newest game, and they want to sell Xboxes still. Yeah. My guess is it'll be a paid DLC when uh, Halo Infinite drops. I could see that. Yeah. I also wouldn't be surprised if it's a expensive DLC as well. Uh, like nearly the price of a full game. Expensive. <clears throat> yeah. Um. I know it's not out of here, but another game that Microsoft did, uh, State of Decay 2, um, I bought it when it first came out. It's a zombie game. It was a decent zombie game. It wasn't great, nothing to write home about, but, I mean, it, it had a formula. It did it well. And uh, they just re-released, basically re-released the game a couple weeks ago, and which they gave it to me for free since I owned the gold edition or whatever the last one and they added a horde mode and they did a whole bunch of other stuff and they reworked a bunch of the game and it was nice seeing them give you know another game that isn't halo or gears you know some love and a little bit of a rework uh... it's on to streaming zero you're up well, so Twitch is, in their infinite wisdom, decided to put in place a Twitch Safety Advisory Council. Um, it is comprised of streamers and business professionals. Um, and when I say business professionals, I mean one um, out of the eight. Um, the troubling part about it, and what has actually gotten more attention than anything else, is one of the members uh, known as Ferocious Stephanie, or Ferociously Steph, um, a, a transgender individual who also believes that she is a deer. Um, I'm sorry. Is, and, and, yeah, j let me finish. Just let it um, go, Gobi. Just let it go. Yeah, just let it go. It, j other kid, man. <laughs> um, just let it go. But I just wanted to make sure I heard she, you right. She, um, in one of her live streams just after this was announced, um, she proceeded to anybody who had an opposing thought in her in her stream was blocked. She bragged about it, and then she continued to say, there's nothing that any of you can do about it because Twitch endorses me, and they're not going to do anything to punish me. Um, she has called all gamers white supremacist. Um, and so she's a friend of the gamer. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolute friend of the gamer. <laughs> um, Wait, she, all gamers are white supremacists. I'm black, and Omega's a Jew. Yeah, mm, well, guess what? I should say, for the purposes of this podcast, that was a joke. I am not black, and Omega is not a Jew. <laughs> Disclaimers. Um, but She's only half Jewish. She, Thank you. Um, she is one of the two people who people have concerns about um the other <clears throat> is a an individual by the name of tl taylor um tl taylor is a professor of comparative media studies at mit so um while yes tl taylor knows about media studies um the the Twitch realm is probably not something that they're familiar with, um, based off of what they say. But um, Zazarian and there are two streamers that that are fairly level headed and kind of look at things from both um, both sides of everything. Uh, Co Carnage and uh, Zazarian, which uh, they are. Out of the ones that I saw and the four that I know, um, those two are the most level-headed. 
um, ferociously Steph worries me that they've given that individual that much power. And I don't see it going well. They also don't actually have any power. But they do. Um, they these, these, people, these people have been given the authority to help make decisions best for Twitch is, is basically what this council is for. Yes, but you're, you're like, I don't know, this is making a big deal out of nothing. This is an advisory council. That doesn't mean jack shit. That doesn't mean anybody has to listen to their advisors. That doesn't, like, if she is insane, that is, there's no doubt about that. She's an idiot, but <laughs> there's, it, it doesn't matter. Literally none of this matters. Who cares what Twitch is going to do with their advisory council? Who cares if they put in charge? What's it going to change for any of us? That makes Twitch look bad, then it makes Twitch look bad. That's that's on them. That's their dumb decision. <laughs> Good point. Like uh, This person has no power to actually make any decisions. They give advice to people who do make decisions. And she is probably uh, the um, person that they're going to lis- listen to least on this council of chuckle fucks. So essentially what you're saying is she was a, and, and I hate to use this, I really do, but I'm going to say it anyway and shoot me later. She was essentially the diversity hire in the group. I mean, not Bang even Bang your dad. Not even that. It sounds like she's insane, and she's been spouting a lot of hatred and vitriol and all the rest of that, and if anything, if she was the diversity hire for the the trans community, then it should upset the trans community. They should speak out and be like, she does not represent us, she's a cunt, and put somebody else on there. If they really want a representative, the trans community has that power. They can, you know, petition Twitch or whatever and say, no, we're going to boycott your uh, your streams or all the rest of that bullshit. Why, why couldn't they do that? So, yeah, no, it's just Twitch being retarded. I also feel like most of the trans community doesn't give a shit. Because be. she's... Uh... <laughs> She would be a, a trans gamer and a trans streamer, which is a even smaller subset of an already small uh, part of society. And uh, yeah, it's I've heard I saw this all over Reddit, and I've heard people, you know, talk about it, how she's going to do all these terrible things, and how she's such a horrible person to have in a position of power. And I'm just like, none of this matters. And you very well, and, and honestly, I I believe that you're probably closer to right than anybody else. That it's literally because they tried the same thing with YouTube and with their YouTube Heroes program, and that didn't even get off the ground. I was going to say, what's YouTube Heroes? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, that's a thing. <laughs> It Not was. Barely, barely was. Yeah, it, it it was for about forty five minutes. Uh, yeah. I must have been sleeping that forty five minutes. You probably were because it happened overnight. <laughs> uh so this next part uh can do something a little different. So, what are your guys' thoughts on a couple of different things? First topic. VR gaming. I don't care who goes first. Shoot. Thoughts. The purpose of VR gaming is simple. It's total immersion. Detachment from reality. You think it's future gaming? You think it has a place in gaming? Do you see it having longevity? VR gaming has Uh, been around for 25 years. It's it's been a niche for twenty five years. I think that if the porn community jumps on it, then yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be big. <laughs> oh, they already have. There is VR porn out there. Absolutely. Again, it's a niche. But if they jump on yeah, it and it yeah. becomes the standard, yeah. Is it something yeah, that it, it you will, could? It will see never yourself become. Buying. It'll never become the same. I do one day plan on getting VR. I, I will uh, do that one day. Um, I don't. It's not at a point yet where I want to spend the money on it, but 
I have no doubt in my mind that it will not be long before uh, the quality of games and the cost of equipment are uh, high enough and uh, low enough, respectively, to be worth getting into. It's just a matter of time. But I'm also in no rush. Zero. Honestly, um, I can't do VR gaming. Uh, between Vertigo and Migraines, VR gaming is not something that my brain can handle. Um, brain too close to your face. Uh, I tried uh, Beat Saber, and it literally almost put me out for a week <laughs> with a migraine. It was bad. All right. Yeah, um, I'm not sold on it. I think it'll stay a niche for quite some time. Um, I think a good VR gaming headset is fun, but they don't. It doesn't have the gaming library yet. And I think once that builds, then I'll think more about it. But till then, it's something on my radar. I don't think, at least in the foreseeable future, with the foreseeable roadmaps for what we can see as you know, near future gaming technology advancements, I don't ever see it getting to the point where it replaces playing games on a screen. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't see it ever becoming the new standard, at least, like I said, not for a very long time. Uh, and it could you know, be a generational thing where you know, once there's the first generation that grows up with truly good or, you know, truly excellent VR gaming, then we'll start to see flat screen gaming fade out into the, uh, <clears throat> become the new niche, but that is some time away, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, the next one up is game streaming. So, like, uh, NVIDIA has, there's PlayStation has PSN now. Google has theirs. Think it's going to stick around? What are your thoughts on it? I personally well, what do you think mean by... gaming stations, mobile stations, that you can uh, play your, your PlayStation or your Xbox games on, or sorry, just your PlayStation games on or Steam games on, like on your computer, and then you swap it over to uh, whatever, and then you continue playing it as you walk down the street with your headphones on, looking like a cool kid. Honestly, I'm surprised that whole market hasn't been shunted into cell phones, but uh, there's profit in selling, uh, you know, mobile units, so maybe that's the reason why they stuck around as long as they have. Yeah, I know there are basically, there are people who have sort of um, hacked their way into being able to remotely play desktop video games on their cell phone. Um, I question whether that will ever be viable unless you're literally sitting right there on the same Wi-Fi network. Like, I don't imagine you could play a game on your computer over your phone via the internet and have no issues with lag or desync or anything like that. But I think it's... Uh... Right, no, I mean... But the game streaming we're talking about is coming from, like, a main server. So it's like streaming a movie, but instead of a movie, you're streaming a video game and playing it at the same time. Like, what you're talking about is, like, the Steam Link app, which I've used in my house. And it works good, but it's not great. I mean, it has full controller support. And, yeah, I can play any Steam game I own, including GTA Five on my phone. But, again... I have to be in my own house. Why can't I just use my laptop or my PC or my TV to play it on? I don't really need to play it on my phone. So, And I don't have internet fast enough that kid, uh, when Google released their specs for their new game streaming, um, I couldn't even stream at 720p with my internet. Um, so it's clearly something that it has to have pretty high bandwidth. I think it was like 30 meg download to do 1080p or something like that. Yeah, at that point you're talking about uh, uh, revolutionizing compression and 
hopefully encryption on the way. The, I'm, I know that the 5G network has got uh, standardization for encryption. I'm not sure about data compression, though, because that would be another thing that would speed up current technology and future technology. So mm, it's possible. Could be fun. Yeah, I mean, now, see, this has actually been around for a while. Um, <clears throat> was it Play Now or something like that? Um, or, oh, no, On Live. On Live is, that was around years ago, which did basically the same thing, except for it lets you download the game to a set-top box and then play it after you downloaded it. Um, but they're no longer here, and they kind of folded up and went, the way to the dodo bird. Uh, you guys think game streaming is going to stick around, or is this a fad that's going to just go away? If they can implement it properly, yes. But we've seen what Google did with their streaming uh, and Google Stadia. Stadia was god awful, and yeah, that was lot, what I was talking about. And made a lot of promises that that couldn't be kept. I don't know. Apparently, I don't even know what game streaming is because I'm still not sure I understand the concept. It's, you just play video games off of a server instead of having them on your hard drive? Exactly. Now, does this include the AAA massive games that take up dozens if not hundreds of gigabytes of hard drive space and you know all that shit yes um i know on St and i'm just using stadia as an example because it's the only one that i've really messed with um they had destiny 2 on there and as much as i loathe that game now um the it wasn't all that they were saying it was going to be. So it just, it wasn't all that they were saying it was going to be. In what sense? What was missing from... They said that it was going to be 4K... Um, they said it was going to be 4K support, and it was nowhere close to 4K support. At all. Um, and I mean, I know consoles don't even have that, and I know that to be able to do it on desktop, or on PC, you had to have, you know, fairly decent equipment, but it, they promised 4K streaming out of the box, and it's not something that was even remotely possible. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if that does become a thing, because Lord knows it's getting hard to have a gaming library nowadays, you know, when you buy couple when you have multiple terabyte hard drives and that can barely hold you know two dozen games it's uh it might be time for a, a change in that's in that direction i will say that cloud computing is intensely popular and uh i certainly appreciate its values but there will always be people who prefer to have hard copies of everything so it may become the standard, and uh, owning physical copies may become the niche, but I still prefer owning physical copies, even if that physical copy is something that I downloaded off Steam and backed up myself. Yeah, and I see that being the case. I, you know, it, it, It'll be like we have, like, like what we see today. You have these streaming services where you can watch pretty much anything you need, but you can still buy a DVD. You can still buy a digital download uh, of a file. Um, so... I can I, I can see that uh, e even if that sort of streaming model does take over uh, as the standard, I don't think you'll ever see uh, the option to have your own local copy disappear. What else might you guys think might the future of gaming look like? Complete 100% integration. Yeah, have you seen Ready Player One? <laughs> a lot of boobs. 
more augmented more. reality. Yep, hundred percent augmented reality. I want, I want the whole station where it, you just like go in there and you can move around and jump and flip and everything, and you're all like remaining on one one tablet, like, like one pad. You're running around like it's a treadmill, three hundred and sixty degree treadmill. Or, uh, or the Assassin's Creed movie, where you actually hook into the giant arm, and then all your movements are through the arm, so you can flip and jump like super high and all the rest of that, and you're actually doing it with your body. And then also there's an attachment that goes onto your dick, and you can pretend that you're a girl, and uh, it just pleasures you, you know, while you're with other dudes. And you get other dudes to think that you're, you're a chick, online. And then they do stuff to you, but it pleasures your dick instead. And maybe there's an attachment for your butt, too. And it pleasures your butt while it pleasures your dick. It's glorious. They already have, they already have uh, tactile sex suits. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they totally do. But I, I need, I need motion too. I need to be able to move around. <laughs> uh, I was actually hoping somebody would bring up AR. So apparently, they do have some AR games already out there. Have you guys tried any of them? I mean, yeah, Pokemon Go is an AR game. Was it engaging for you? I mean, and obviously, no, I, it I, is for millions I of people. Play, right. I didn't play Pokemon Go. I was not even. Oh. I, I actually, I used to play back in the day. Um, the game that spawned Pokemon Go, uh, which uh, what was it called? Isn't there oh. an AR Minecraft too? Ingress. So the company that made Pokemon Go, Niantic. Uh, before Pokemon Go, they had a game called Ingress, which still exists. Uh, and the idea behind it was using a real-world map, you would... There were two teams, uh, the blue team and the green team, and you would go from point to point on the map, and each point was a different landmark, and you would basically fight the other team for control of a landmark, a point on the map, and then you would connect different points on your team's color to make lines and then connect those lines to make fields. And the area that you controlled in a colored field was the, was the game, like how much area you could control. And then Pokemon Go happened. You know, zero. What the hell is all that? Jeez, that's <laughs> straight up ear cancer. <laughs> He went to the dark side. Okay, keep going. Yeah, but what was uh, really interesting is somebody who played Ingress. Um, all of the Poke Stops and Pokemon Gyms and all that shit in Pokemon Go are locations in Ingress. So, Pokemon Go, which is one of the most popular mobile games of the last couple of years that made a shit ton of money. It's really just a reskinned version of a game that had been around for years before, which I find particularly hilarious that it's literally the same game with a Pokemon makeover, and that's all it took to make it insanely popular. Yeah. I skip Pokemon Go for multitude of reasons, but uh, they do have an AR Minecraft as well, too, which is would put me on to AR games. Uh, I never played it, but it looked semi-interesting, but not interesting enough for me to look at anymore. Uh, which I think brings us to the round table. And uh, we touched on Twitch earlier and whatnot. So what is your guys' favorite streaming service to use, whether you're streaming to it or watching, and why? I don't really care. They're all the same. Like, purely aesthetically, Mixer looks way better than Twitch. But Twitch has more content and will, until something major changes in the landscape, will be the home of most streaming content. Um, But when I put a stream on and I've got it maximized and the chat's hidden because I don't need to read that cancer anyway, what does it matter? I'm watching a full screen video. I don't give a shit what service I'm watching on. Uh, Nigel? 
Um, I was going to go the TV route. I was going to say Netflix. Netflix seems to have some pretty good creative... Or gives its artists some pretty decent creative leeway uh, when they're producing content. So directors can feel free to experiment. Uh, there doesn't appear to be as much as an environment of pressure like there would be for a major movie studio where you have a whole bunch of market research analysts breathing down your neck saying, you know, you should do this because it's popular with age groups 21 to 35. So I think Netflix content gets a lot of... Netflix gets a lot of original content and a lot of interesting stuff that you wouldn't necessarily find anywhere else. And my absolute least favorite one is Disney+. Plus. Fuck you, Disney. Garbage. Yeah, well, they came yeah. out with a fucking Mandalorian roundtable show so that people could talk about the Mandalorian directors from the last Mandalorian shows could talk about their favorite moments of directing their Mandalorian episodes because Disney Plus has nothing. They have nothing that people want. Fuck you, Disney. Yeah, they did a making of series of a show that just got done with its first series or first season. And they're they have already released the making of. Uh yeah, they're trying to tide people over until, you know, season two, which is still like six months out. Oh no, it's coming, Gobi. Season two is coming. <laughs> you gotta trust oh, us here. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be epic. We're gonna have Qui-Gon Jin in there. Oh, he's dead. Uh, fine, we're gonna have Obi Oh, he's dead too. Alright, well we're gonna have somebody <laughs> in there that you really love. It's gonna be epic, Gobi. You just wait. It's coming. Yep. You are right about Netflix, though. Um, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are comedians, and a lot of them have been releasing a number of specials on Netflix, uh, multiple over the past few years, and they talk about them with nothing but positive things to say. They like they they don't tell us like they don't ask for notes like they they don't give us notes. They don't they don't even tell us how many people have seen it like they don't tell us they, they don't even give us numbers they just say it's great and we love it and we want you to make more and like uh tom segura is uh, one of the podcast uh, comedians that does podcasts i listen to and uh, he came under fire for his uh, netflix special i want to say it was about six months ago where in one of his jokes he used the word retarded and you know mothers groups and blah 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 all these people were protesting and like demanding netflix take down the special all the shit netflix didn't even respond they didn't do a damn thing and i was gonna say how did he use it what was the context uh, it was a, a joke where he said that, uh, it wasn't like he was making fun of a retard or something it was okay yeah yeah i i got you that that was what i was, was assuming the context was and yes it was <laughs> he said the word and that was enough. Netflix gave a big finger to the net knee-jerk reaction people. Exactly. Good job, so, Netflix. Yeah, so Netflix really does, like you were saying, Doc, they really do seem to give a lot of creative freedom and are letting artists be artists. And, you know, it's happening with stand-up and it's happening with some of the interesting movies and TV uh, originals that they're putting out. Uh, zero. Your mic working? Yeah, yeah, no, we're good now. All right, you're up. What was the question? I kind of missed, <laughs> missed all of it because, you know, my computer decided to freak the fuck out and nothing worked. Yeah, your computer worked. It had a seizure. Uh, so, God damn it! now I got to pull it back up so I can, <laughs> I can read it. Well, Gundy, <sighs> knowing you, you will not have a single problem pulling it back up. It comes up all on its own, man. <laughs> Which game streaming service do you prefer to watch and use, and why? What game streaming service? Yes. Like, I don't have a particular game streaming Mixer, service. Oh, uh, Twitch. Why? Um, just ease of access. Not a lot of your, uh, not a lot of the software that I use actually has the ability to go to Mixer. I use OBS Streamlabs, uh, the combined combined product and it's just it's easier for me to do that and it's it, familiar. it just it just goes twitch and um twitch and facebook so that's what i'm using it for right now 
Wait, it do, it can't go to Mixer? Uh, it does not have Mixer capability yet. Why don't you just use regular OBS? Because I have to load everything into OBS, um, and it, it's just easier for me building scenes and stuff. I, I'm, it has all of the extra stuff that I like is already built into it. I don't have to go out and find bots or you know, scene add-ons to be able to add chat boxes and all that crap to the stream. Just personal preference. No, I'm just, I'm honestly just surprised that there is a current streaming uh, technology out there that is that limited into where it can go, especially considering it's an OBS offshoot. Well, and it may have the functionality, and I just haven't messed with it yet. Yeah. OBS so, is fun. Almost as fun as Voice Meter. That's lots of fun. I can't use Voice Meter. <laughs> it pains me. <laughs> uh, so I upgraded to uh, Voice Meter Potato because why the fuck not? Um, actually, I use something that you're not supposed to um, to play certain games that I own on a system that no longer functions. Uh, but this way uh, we can all play together and we can all hear our own audio and stuff, which is pretty nice because it can output to five different sources. Um, took a while to set up, but it works pretty good. Am I the only person here who can consistently use OBS and voice meter without any issue. Uh, I don't uh, really have problems with them. There we go. No, I mean, I'm pretty good. For me, for voice meter, I just sort of have it set the way I have it set, and I don't really need to touch it. And then for OBS, I, yeah, I mean, granted, I don't do anything too complicated with OBS, but no, I've never had any real issues with it. Yeah, both have been set and forget for me for the most part, well, other than my unnatural tweaking because I can't help myself. Must. I Must play with fucking around with, uh, with bit rates and uh, codecs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's a fun. I'm a huge fan of H.265. Just the HVAC codec. It's good stuff. I thought it was H.264. That's the old one. H.265 is way more efficient. Yep. Oh. Yeah. That's probably what I used that. I just didn't notice that it changed because I don't pay attention to things. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all good. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's all I got. Anybody else got anything? Nope. One once. Nope. 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 All right. Well, thanks, y'all, for joining. And thanks, y'all, for listening. Peace out. We'll see you next week. Later. Testicles. See ya.